Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 40 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on April 13th, 2021. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Stilling Hammer. And as always, spoiler alert, and now let's just talk about the movie. So this week, I've chosen Kong Skull Island... From 2017, a movie that's uh, kind of relevant right now, seeing that mm-hmm. uh, its sequel was just released. Shout out, go to your theaters. <laughs> Get vaccinated first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong has just been released, and it's the biggest movie out right now. Probably mm-hmm. the biggest movie that'll be out uh, for a while. Uh, until you know, studios start realizing that. Uh, I mean, there's other stuff out there, so I mean, just go check out your local theaters. But yeah. yes, it's right now. I mean, it's like the it's biggest the release. The it's the biggest release so far. Yeah. Um, and it's doing way better at the box office than people expected. Mm-hmm. People are going out. And it's made, I think, uh, 250 million worldwide at this point. Nice, nice. Um, so it's. The most successful movie in this uh, this crazy era that we're in. It's a good one in to movie see. Here, in <laughs> the uh, annals of movie history, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll probably we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh, I guess this whole uh, monster franchise. Yes. And uh, a little bit of my history with uh, Kong and Godzilla, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about. This movie first, Kong Skull Island. Uh, let me just kind of introduce the basic plot. Uh, basically, uh, there's this uh, this government uh, agent, or not agent, uh, this guy who runs this uh, organization within the government called Monarch. And uh, they kind of uh, explore uh, these strange phenomenon. Mostly they're investigating these uh, creatures called Titans. Yeah, they were uh, founded in the 50s after uh, the discovery of Godzilla. Yes, and if you've seen the 2014 Godzilla movie, they explain that all the uh, nuclear tests that were done at that point were really just attempts to kill Godzilla, mm. uh, but it didn't work. <laughs> um, so yeah, monsters exist, and John Goodman, who... We'll get more into the cast a little later on, but his character decides he wants to lead an expedition to this uh, uh, fabled island called Skull Island, mm-hmm. which is said to have, uh, which is said to be the sort of prehistoric uh, kind of wasteland, the place that time forgot. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, where there's like dinosaurs and all these strange creatures and. Uh, legendary figure called Kong. And so uh, this uh, group of uh, army uh, helicopter pilots and marines uh, take uh, John Goodman and these other scientists um, into the uh, into this like giant storm cloud that surrounds the island and they immediately encounter Kong. After they drop bombs yep. on the uh, on the island as soon as they get there, uh, which pisses Kong off, and he fucking 
like just almost kills all of our characters right then and there. Yep. And so after that, it basically just becomes yes. And after that, it just basically becomes a movie where the characters are just trying to get off the island, and they Survive. they meet a bunch of strange or they encounter lots of uh, dangerous, weird creatures, and there's some of our monster- characters meet some horrible fates. <laughs> yes, and uh, there's monster fights. It's uh, it's much a- more scaled down though. He's a tiny Kong. I mean, he's still bigger than uh, any other previous version. Yeah, but... He's not... I mean, he has to fight Godzilla, so... They gotta make a monster. Of course, they say he's growing. But he's still, like, he's not tiny in this movie. Yeah, but Godzilla... He'd be, like, the size of Godzilla's leg. At this point, yeah. But Godzilla, at this point, is just hibernating. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. So, they're not ready to fight yet. Kong's still on uh, Skull Island. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is a this is a fun movie. It's gonna be uh, interesting to talk about because it's kind of different from some of the other films that I've uh, chosen to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it doesn't usually pick. You don't usually pick a movie where you kind of know I'm gonna like it. <laughs> that's not what I was. That's not at all the point I was trying to make. Well. I was trying to say that this is a movie that's, it's not a masterpiece, obviously. No. Not all my movies have been masterpieces, but, you know, they've been kind of like more classic films, movies that have like cult followings. Yeah. This is like a huge blockbuster that came out recently. Don't have to think too hard about it. It's exactly what it says on the tin. You get... Kong on Skull Island. <laughs> um, and it's, it's... And you get all the classic good Kong shit. Kong loves the ladies. Yes. That's funny. They got the character of Kong right. Yes, I, I like the Kong. I like this Kong. Yes. He's a good Kong. I pretty much like every iteration of Of Kong. course. I do too. Even the 2005 one. But... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But this one definitely. This one, he's just he's so much more bro-ish. And it's just he's so more funny like, how he's this—he's so into the ladies. Like he immediately sees her, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, treats her immediately different than everyone else. Doesn't it's, try to kill her. Goes out of his fucking way to protect her. Yeah, he almost crushes her during the climax. Yes, but he keeps her in his soft little hand. She's just—it's funny. Like they kind of do that in the uh, the Peter Jackson King Kong. It's movie. more crazy because she's like, "Ah!" Well, he's fighting three. He's not that big. T Rexes. Yeah, he's not that big yet. <laughs> well. In that version, they they were they were sticking more to the original, where he's as big as he's gonna get. Yeah, he's gonna he's only twenty five feet tall. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. The Kong now, where Kong really now comes he's like a hundred feet tall, and that's like back then in the past, like they would. That's how they thought. Like that'd be a big ass monkey. We're like, make he's it the size big, of a building. He's as big of a he's as big as a house. They say in the original, but now he's yeah he's bigger than the skyscrapers. Most skyscrapers. Which, which, which was interesting to see in Godzilla versus Kong that they actually had a scene where he tried to climb a building, but then but the the building immediately collapsed because he's just too big and fat. It's great. It is. It, it's funny how they like they're like we know, <laughs> we know, we know what we, we what we did. It was yeah. It was a You're fun little like reference because it's. If 
fucking Kong punching Godzilla in the face. <laughs> like it's great. Vice versa. That's all. That's all that movie needed to be. Yeah, and then same with this. This movie only needed to be. Like yes, this this movie suffered from the same thing all these monsterverse movies suffer from. Yes, humans. But we'll get into that. But Lee made a good point during the movie. This these are the best humans so far. Out of all these movies, these are the most interesting even, human characters. Even uh, the Brie Larson and Tom Riddle's character. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston's character. I didn't hate him. I don't like him. I don't love him. Yeah. Well, but I guess, yeah. Compared to like fucking the first Godzilla movie, boo, that white guy was so boring. Kick-ass boring. Man, terrible. His wife, boo. Saw her for like three seconds in a doorway. Um, and you see, yeah, they God kept cutting too. away to them. Millie, what's her face? Don't give a shit about her. Millie no. Brown. Millie um, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown, yeah. Uh, the dad, he's just like more of a joke because it's the way he's acting. Like, I am just acting so bad. Like, <laughs> he's acting like a corny, you know, just movie dad, I guess. Yeah. And then this King Kong, Kong versus Godzilla, there's two human stories like the Millie Bababa Brown. That, uh, terrible. That one's still that's terrible. Such a but the other one's not terrible. It's it's not great, but it's also because like, oh. Guess who's the main protagonist of that story? Kong. Kong. But so like yeah, and the other characters play are play off well, play well off Kong, the scientist lady, yeah, the dude. It should just girl. focused on that. Yeah, I yeah, it's, we gotta have some comedy. But Kong is funny, Godzilla yeah. is funny. I laughed more at them. Exactly, uh, and even in they're just this great one. characters. And but but like we were just like I was just saying, and Lee made the original point is this one has the best humans and has the best comic relief because John it's, C. Riley. But Lee yes. will get more into that in a minute. Yeah, well, uh, I guess first I want to talk a little bit about the uh, director of this film. Uh, the director of this film, his name is uh, Jordan Voigt Roberts. Uh, I have not seen his previous film that he directed before this, a movie called The Kings of Summer, which is an independent, like, kind of coming-of-age movie it had Nick Offerman in it, the guy who plays Ron. Oh, okay, Swan, Ron okay, Swanson. Okay. Love him. Um, I heard that movie's really good. Uh, haven't gotten around to see it. Uh, hold on, Sterling is. <laughs> oh, Lee's just interrupting me in the middle of my thing to make me hand him his water bottle. Everybody, this is a, this is behind the scenes that you didn't need to know. I was trying to signal to Lee to do it quietly and continue talking like nothing was happening. But, but I was in the middle of the my bus. my diatribe, just, and then you just had to be like, "Lee's making it sound like I'm just like, get, what's happening? Is there like somebody to kill me? <laughs> yes, in my locked room. <laughs> it's just the two of us. I was gonna kill you. All right, we're gonna get back to you it. But everybody know Lee waiting. is getting a lash later. But all right. yes. 40, 40 lashes for, because we're 40 episodes in now. Okay, so, yeah, Jordan Voigt Roberts. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen uh, his previous film, and he has not directed, uh, he hasn't had a film uh, come out since this movie, but he's attached right now to uh, two different projects, and I guess both of them right now, I think one of them might be getting off the ground soon, uh, but the other one, I'm not so sure. Uh, 
right now he uh, he might be directing the Metal Gear Solid movie, which mm. is based off of the long-running video game franchise, which I'm actually pretty familiar with. Love to uh, see how that goes. Video game movies. We'll see. Uh, and then the other movie that he uh, might be directing, which I doubt, but we'll see, uh, is the Gundam movie. Oh, shit. Live-action Gundam movie. I've cool. never really watched Gundam. Oh, I love Gundam. I haven't seen them all, but I've seen the original. But, I mean, it would be cool to see that kind of thing in live action because it's giant robots. I mean, if it looks anything like Pacific Rim, but exactly. in space. That'd be pretty cool. And the skies of over the Earth. And mech versus mech instead of giant monsters. Right. No, I mean, it could be cool. And this guy knows how to do really cool action set pieces, even though this was his second major feature film. That's crazy. It is, because, yeah, th- this would be a lot of responsibility to give to like a, such a newbie director. Exactly. And the other thing I was really impressed by is that this film, this film kind of had more of a personality than some of the other uh, movies in this franchise. I think it's just because Kong is just more moody and like an easier well, monster to play off of than Godzilla. Godzilla's just like, so you have to put these humans and try to make it interesting. Right. Humans because Godzilla's just, but what, I, what I meant was, is that it felt like this guy was putting in a lot of like things that he liked into this movie. Uh, and I, I read, of course, you know, having to do, you know, a little research for these movies, you find things out. Uh, one of, uh, one of the things that he was really uh, influenced by was anime. He said mm-hmm. that there was actually an anime influence for this movie, particularly in the design of some of the uh, creatures, the uh, the skull crawlers. He said he was influenced by Neon Genesis Evangelion. Okay, yeah. Uh, Pokemon, specifically, and even named the specific character that uh, was the inspiration, Cubone. You remember that character? Okay. Because okay. I, I now that he mentioned it, I could see that with the yes, skull. Yes, 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 with the skull. I can now too. And then the other, the other one. I forget what the other one was. You'll have but, to find out on our TikTok. <laughs> maybe. But yeah, I forget what the third one was. But, uh, he. It, it's it's just interesting to see that he kind of just he must be a young guy he's a super young guy and he's like yeah he said like video games are also kind of a part of it and you can the way i can tell like video games kind of influenced him is there's a lot of like that speed up slow-mo stuff yeah and it, it was cool in this movie just it was yeah it was used effectively just punching a, the shit out of like not godzilla uh kong, kong. punching the shit out of a helicopter and then it like does like a 360 and the people are like Aah. yeah it's really cool it is. There's it's, it's really done, some good cinematography. It's done in this effectively. Movie. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's a there's a really good shot of uh, Kong silhouetted against the sunset. Uh, it's supposed to kind of be reminiscent of Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it's kind of Vietnam it's, movie. Like That's another influence, obviously. Yes. Uh, Vietnam. You definitely movies. get that from a lot of the Vietnam the, the Vietnam soldiers mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, and this movie has like Samuel like a, Jackson. And this movie has a like a soundtrack. Uh, that's very reminiscent of that time. It takes place, I forgot to mention, 
that this movie takes place like right after the Vietnam War has ended. Yes, and Samuel Jackson's character is not happy about it. He's pretty bitter about it. He's like, we didn't lose that war. We gave up. We just gave up on it. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Jordan Voight Roberts uh, is an interesting choice for this film. And I think he he made the... Maybe the best movie in the franchise, but I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll, we'll figure that out. You're on this one at the very least. We'll figure that out by the end of this podcast, this episode. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about the cast, uh, starting with uh, Tom Hiddleston, known for playing uh, Loki, of course, in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Love him. Uh, he's a very good actor, and uh, his character is Nothing special in this movie. Uh, no, he's not. He really isn't. But he's just like I'm spec. O- I'm special ops, uh, British man. But it's like you don't do anything that's crazy in special ops. He's a tracker. He, he, he just one, goes. We go this way. He has one cool scene at the end, at the like towards the end of the movie. Oh, when he's with the sword. Yeah, and he's wearing the gas mask. Yes, and then he takes it off, and then <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still in the gas. <laughs> It's very silly, and again, kind of like video game uh, influence a little bit. Uh, I I could just imagine like a lesser actor in this role, and this uh, character just being completely just insufferably boring. It was only held together by Tom Hiddleston, because he has charisma. He does. He's a very charismatic actor. Um He's and kind of like the good guy human in this. He's just, you know, he's just a decent he's a decently likable lead. He's kind of a he kind of has like some badass moments, I guess. Doesn't really do that much though. Yeah, like he was hired to be this like crazy tracker and he gets them to go where he need, they need to get, but he doesn't show him doing anything to be a tracker. He just There's looks, nothing really special about him. Yeah, no. he just like looks off in a direction and he's like we go that way. And then they just that's, they're there. That's it. But and I feel like that's the case with a lot of the characters. Like, they kind of... So why is Brie Larson allowed to be there? Be- yeah, it's like, well, I guess they needed somebody to take photographs, but this person who's, like, anti-government, and who's anti-war... A- has posted a ton about it, like... <laughs> yeah. Did she sneak her way on? I don't know. They never really explained No, it they. I guess they hired her, but... Remember? Yeah, they hired her, because remember, she's... Her first scene, like, she's developing all of her photos, and she gets a phone call, and she's like, oh, yes, I get to be on it? I get to be on this story now? I guess, yeah. But, yeah, it's still, like, just, she just takes a bunch of pictures. And I get it. That's good. So, yeah, Journalism, I guess we're talking about stuff. Brie Larson now, by the way. We <laughs> yeah. Transition to that. Well, we're just talking about, like, the kind of, like, y- like, they're there, but they're not terrible. Like, Brie Larson's not terrible. Again, she's... I would describe most of the humans in this movie as serviceable. The they best. just they move everything along. They do, and then, but then it's what makes John C. Riley stand out so much. Yes, because he's actually the most like zany, interesting character. Yeah, because even though Sam Jackson is like like psychotic and stuff, like he doesn't you don't see him a whole lot, so you don't and really. He, and get... he just comes off as generic a little bit. Yeah, it's just Samuel Jackson with crazy ass. Yeah. So yeah, John C. Riley, he plays a, a character who's a he's a World War II fighter pilot mm-hmm. who crash lands on Skull Island 
in the, the opening j- of the film with the Japanese with the pilot. Japanese fighter pilot pilot and they're about to like kill each other and then Kong comes in and then you think well Kong killed the other guy killed the Japanese guy when we meet John C Riley but no that's when he tells Skull. us about the Skull crawlers. I like. I mean, and and I, it's another reason why I liked his character. Like, I liked his like, the, even though the Japanese guy isn't there, but you you feel like, like they actually friendship, had a like, bond. Yes, because it's like eventually they were just like we're the only two people that, even though we're so different, Japanese Empire soldier, American good old boy soldier. Mm-hmm. At least we know the world. He knows what baseball is. He knows what a hot dog is. I know what fucking rice is. I know what geishas are. Like, we know some stuff of each other. Like, these people that we're with, this island is foreign as fuck. They won't speak to us. We might... we're, we, they probably taught each other Japanese. I mean, they did. He knew Japanese, and the guy probably knew English because they could eventually get it through because yeah. they could still point to stuff. You spend enough plain, time, yeah. Plain, Like... 28 years of just the only two you can communicate. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when he left, he's just like, we promised we would never leave each other on this island. Yeah. And he has to leave his body there. And he's like, I have to leave you there. But you'd understand, and I'd understand if we were in reverse roles. Right. Um, but that made it really good. I liked it. But Brie Larson would just cry every <laughs> once in a while. We're making John C. Riley seem like he's a more serious character than No, he he's a joke. He's the comic relief. But he's good about it because it's John C. Riley. He's a, well, yeah, I love Big John old C. goofy head John C. Riley. Yeah. He, yeah, he does a lot with this character. He's and definitely the most interesting. He's got the best quote of the movie, Lee. What <laughs> oh yeah, he fucking well, we'll get into that when you oh, yeah. start talking about the quotes. Yes, yes. Start true. relaying them to us. But yeah, John C. Riley kind of steals the show, mm-hmm. but not from Kong, just from no. all the other humans. Just other humans. Kong, no matter what, shines. It's Kong's the star. I mean, it's Kong's his movie. got the badonk. <laughs> the badonk. They just love showing off this his broness his, and his ass. His big hairy ass, just chilling. I love when he like randomly just fights an octopus for a second because it just tag him. He's like motherfucker, it. and he just crushes his head. At first, you're just like, oh, shit, it's getting him, and then he just crushes his head. (laughs) Which I think might have actually been a reference to King Kong versus Godzilla because in that movie, the introduction to King Kong is that he fights an octopus, a real octopus. Maybe so tiny compared to Godzilla. No, it's Kong. Oh, Kong. Oh, but they had to make him big for that movie, too. They did. They yeah. They just ran. They just were like, well, he's we gotta s- do it. He's the same size. <laughs> they didn't even try like in this one. Like, oh, he's he's young Kong in this one. No, they tried to kind of explain it a little bit. But did he get like radiation? Like Godzilla? no, I mean in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, in King Kong versus Godzilla, they don't explain shit. <laughs> it's that movie's just nonsense. But it's, it's just nonsense. it's just but it's great. <laughs> yeah, of course. I love like those this. movies. Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a huge fan of all this shit. All this monster stuff. Yeah, the monsterverse yeah. is cool. I hope we get more. I hope it's not like the end. Right. Uh yeah, so some people are shills for like Marvel and DC and all this superhero stuff. We need more monsterverse. So, and People are shills for like Star Wars, but not shitty zombie ones or mummy ones. 
Oh, yeah, the Universal Monsters. But, yeah, I'm definitely a shill for all this uh, Monsterverse stuff, I guess. Even though these movies, I wouldn't say, are, like, great. No, but, like, who doesn't love a giant-ass monster beating the shit out of another giant-ass monster? Or destroying walking through the cities, city. Yeah. Blowing up aircraft carriers. It's, fighting the military, yeah. I, I love cool. it, and... And it's and these ones, it's always good. I mean, you like it because the monster isn't like you see all that stuff, but he's not set out and he's just destroying humanity. He's doing something, and he's just like, oh, there's a city in the way. I don't care. Well, I mean, the original Kong, they go to him, yes, yes and they kid original. they kidnap him, basically. Yes, yes. And here's well, I mean, just mean in this monsterverse. Here's the the one thing that I mean, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed in, but. I guess it's just personal. Like, I'll just say like what my personal preferences for the type of Kong movie that I like. I like when Kong is more of a tragic anti-hero. When he's, you know, he's just this uh, is ape, giant ape who's living on the side. Well, that's island. what they make him in the uh, the, the God, King Kong vs. Godzilla. At first, you feel bad for him because a little bit they he's take him tragic, off Skull though. Island. It's not really tragic. And he's all though. sad. He's like, oh, I want to go home. It's it's a little sad, but it's not like tragic or anything, um, because in most of the iterations of King Kong, he dies. Yeah, yeah, but like also like I get it, but like I don't know, you like your emo Kong, like I don't know, I like this Kong where he's super confident, and he's just an alpha male, and he's just just well, I wouldn't describe the <laughs> original Kong as emo Kong. Yeah, but you're like I like because he's, he's super sad and he. Dies and then he's just like oh. he's just a giant monster. He commits suicide movie. by jumping off the building. Oh, he didn't commit suicide. He got shot down. Uh, committed suicide <laughs> by bullets. <laughs> <laughs> nice, it's a good one. Um, I don't know. but yeah, I don't really. Like, I like this Kong. I know because you don't like sadness, any kind of sadness. No, at all. Kong should survive and get his young lady monkey one day. In all the other uh, like iterations of Kong, the women the women always seem to bond with him. They do. They have this weird, not like actual like physical like f- love for him and like like attracted to him, but they're always like into him. Like it's just he's so alpha. He's the top alpha primate, and at the <laughs> root where humans are primates, he's the top alpha primate. So like all men cower to him. And all women are just attracted to him at some degree. At least in this movie verse. Well, that's the how they make it. Oh, the women are never like they're scared at first, and then he looks in their eyes, and they're like, "Okay, Kong." The only time that that doesn't happen is way in the, the original, yeah. where she's just screaming the entire time. Yeah, but that's just they didn't know how to make movies yet. Well, it's they also still... it's very sexist. What are you talking about? Not they didn't know how to make movies yet. That movie was groundbreaking for the time yeah but it's still shit compared to the new ones <laughs> here's the big difference i'm making you our... watch that movie one day because i fucking I like love it. i've original. seen that never seen the original king yes i've seen the original king cog who hasn't seen the original king cog it's been on amc seventeen thousand times tcm turner what? classic movies <laughs> lee's channel mine's tbs and his tcm you really seen some the of original you out there Kong? like cmt what? You've seen the original King Kong? Yes. It's like fucking an hour and 15 minutes. It's, it's hour a, and 20. It's a fine movie. But let's be real. It's shit. 
It's, uh, it looks like because, shit. Because, you know, ooh, oh, CGI, CGI looks yeah. better. Because CGI and you know, puppeteering. I hate this about and modern animatronics. Goddamn. <laughs> animatronics are better now. The okay. movie looks way better. Sounds I'll admit, better. Yes. Acting is better. Compare it. Yes, it's dated. The original King Kong is a dated. And movie. yes, I can look at it like, oh, this is an art piece. And all this stuff, but I'm not an artsy fartsy for movies like you are. So in the end of the day, I go, it still is worse. I would rather, much rather watch any of these Kongs or the 2005 King Kong than the original King Kong. Right. I would not. Oh, the 2005 King Kong. I don't hate the 2005 King Kong as much as a lot of people do. I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I have mixed feelings about it because... Kong's cool. All that's yeah. All the stuff on Skull Island is really good. The effects, for the most part, are really well done. Um, I was super hyped for that movie uh, because I was a three hours long. Because I was a big Kong fan. I didn't know that going in. Neither did me and my mom. We were just like we were there forever. That's the biggest problem with the movie. The movie never ends. It's way too long. It's just we did not need to spend an hour. On the boat with these people. That I know, right? You don't care that much about them. But they were really making it more about the humans in that one. They wanted he, Peter Jackson, you know, he's the director of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So he wanted to make it into uh, an epic like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he also, because I watched, because uh, since I was so, like, hyped for that movie, uh, I watched, like, all, like his, like, his production journals and stuff. Um, his production diaries. He usually he does that when he uh, makes like a big movie like that. Oh, he keeps a diary for it with like video doing. diaries and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and I was actually like keeping up with it, and I learned through watching those like that he was an a- he was actually a huge fan of the original King Kong. Oh, so you thought it was gonna be more? And I, you know, I thought it was, and it was. It the movie is definitely like a tribute to the original. You can definitely see that a lot of passion and love was put into it. So I can't really hate it. Yeah, they basically just took the original and then made it they modern. beefed it up. Yeah. Made it into an epic. But it's like, did it need to be three hours? <laughs> no. But then, I'm not saying that one's necessarily... I mean, I would rather watch that one than the original. But it's not necessarily that much better. I just think the original... I mean, the, the 2005 would be more entertaining... Because it looks better, it sounds better. Because the effects, yeah. But then, when you compare it to these new Kongs, the original doesn't stand up at all. Watching King Kong punch Godzilla in the face is much cooler than hearing ah! as a guy in a rubber suit comes and like. It's not a rubber suit. Well, that, in the seventies, like puppeteer grabs her. In the seventies, ah! they actually had a guy in a suit play Kong. In that remake. There's yes, that one's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen so I've seen most of the Kong movies, and yes, the the seventies remake has sort of been forgotten. Uh, it's dog shit. A lot of movies in the seventies. That one, yeah, that movie doesn't. Movies not in the seventies. I mean, there's some good ones, and I'm sure I like some too, but just the seventies was kind of a dry decade. Not at all. Lee disagrees so much, but I don't know. 
Kind of I like Mr. Modern Man. No, I like the sixties and the fifties, and I like the eighties, and I like the nineties. The seventies. I'm not saying I won't find nothing. Obviously, you got Star Wars, but that's when that's about it. We got the modern blockbusters. Jaws. Eh, Jaws is okay. I'm just kidding. Okay, you got some big ass hits, but then like the in between, the Godfather, just, The Exorcist. I don't like that. Don't like that. You never seen The Godfather. I've seen most of it throughout the years on ABC. And well, you're going to watch the full thing. Oh, it's so boring. It's not even like, oh, this is trauma. It's boring. You're coming to me. Sterling is not. SpaghettiOs. Sterling is not a racist. Sterling does not appreciate classic films Chef Boradi. The garlic bread. Racism. You're hearing Italian, it. a race. <laughs> it's, hey, we get stereotyped so much. Are you Italian? Yes. Well, fence intended. <laughs> Good. Yeah, fucking giddy guap. Jesus. <laughs> this, this podcast is just completely going off the rails. It has because... SpaghettiOs. <laughs> no. Because this movie, there's not really much to talk about with this movie. We're talking about all this other shit. Because it's, this movie has a lot of stuff connected to it. Yeah, there's so yeah, there's so much history and... Childhood, nostalgia. We both yeah. just saw it in theaters. The, the, we the just saw one. the sequel, its sequel. Yeah, in theaters. You knew and showing me really this, fresh. I was going to like it. Like, there's no... Uh, unless I just drastically hated the humans, and I didn't. No, again, the most interesting human characters in the movie. I mean, yeah. in the in the franchise. The only way I could have really think I could have hated this movie is if I was like, "This doesn't connect to the King Kong Godzilla at all." And you're, just, you're like, "Yeah, that's what well, I wanted to show you." But no, it does. Initially, uh, I I think way back in the day, like before, I think even the Godzilla movie was made. Uh, Peter Jackson was going to produce a, uh, a s- sequel, prequel, kind of, to his uh, King Kong movie. And I think it was going to be called Kong Skull Island. Um, Good thing it didn't. And funny enough, the director that he chose to uh, helm that project was the director who would eventually helm Godzilla versus King Kong. Huh. Adam funny. Adam Wingard. And he did well. Yeah, he just had to wait a little bit. Um so yeah, and this yeah, this movie wasn't going to be they initially I don't think they had any plans for Kong versus Godzilla. This was going to be based No, but like it's not a giant leap. It wasn't like, oh, they just filled in some no, bullshit there were circles. tons of rewrites for this uh for the script, because uh, one of the things that I read was that you know that uh, the Chinese girl that's in this yeah. movie, who's just kind of there. Did they get the Chinese audience? Yeah, but she literally does nothing in this movie except for fall in love with a black guy and be part of Monarch. Yeah, they don't even really fall in love. They just kind of become friends. Cuties. They're it's supposed to be cute. They're bonding. But we barely like get to know them. Yeah, they mean nothing. Yeah, like all the human characters. But there's Monarch, and Monarch is yeah. shady, but not... Apparently, her character was going to be more significant 
but through multiple rewrites, they just whittled, whittled, uh, whittled her character down to nothing. Because it's like, what was she going to do? I don't know. It's like, I guess, like, they probably figured, like, this is all just pulling the focus away from Kong. We don't want to make the same mistakes as the 2014 Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla movie. Which almost killed the franchise before it started. It was a decent enough hit to be able to Whether, green light. Because Godzilla was cool enough, and we were like, all right, we'll give yeah, you one more I, if you show us Godzilla. That's why I don't hate the 2014 Godzilla movie, because they also they got Godzilla right. Yes. Um, but like I was like, if they give us another one of those for the sequel, done with this franchise. One of those movies where, where it's you barely like, see him. Uh, all right, he's here after an hour of waiting, and then cut away. You're like, what? And I then they do it multiple times. I remember being in the theater, like all of us, and going, we were all looking at you, like, what is happening? Why are we not seeing Godzilla? And it's an hour and a half in this goddamn fucking movie. Because you saw him for were, two seconds. Because they were trying to do the Jaws thing, where you don't see the creature. But you did that in Jaws because the thing didn't work. It only well, wor- and then it was the first time you ever did that. Well, the rule in the and it's most scarier mo- in the ocean. The rule of monster movies is that you don't show your creature in the first ten minutes. Okay, but can we see him in the first thirty? Yes. Hour. Yes. Like, and then after that, yes. After like you reveal the f- him, it should only be him, or just show the fight. Have yeah, at least show the fight. We've like, waited. We've waited long enough. At all this we point. get to see is the right before they hit, and then new stories about when it's over. Like they the, just cut to the TV screen. Godzilla and the monster just so fight. Cool. You guys should have seen it. It was awesome. And then there's that one scene where they're like evacuating the city, and then the, the other monster comes in, and then Godzilla comes in. And they're about to square off, and you see them actually fighting, and then the door. Closes. You're like, no, 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 no. It's like we we know what they look like. We we don't need to hide them. We yes. don't need to tease anymore. And 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 but then you finally get to see him and you see the fights and yes, that's when we were all like, okay, this is cool. You got Godzilla right. You got the roar right. And Godzilla versus or Godzilla King of the Monsters, the second one. No, in the first one, at fir- still in the oh, first yeah, yeah. one. But then in, yeah, King versus Monsters, you get they show them more and they show the monsters more. And those so, those scenes make that movie worth much it. better than the first one because you're like, okay, now I'll invest myself in this know. universe. I don't know if I would say it's much better than the first one. The mon- just because you get more monsters and you get more fights and more stuff like that. You do. Okay, the humans might lack less more in the second one, but I didn't want them in the first or the second one. <laughs> and yeah. honestly, the humans in the second one are better because at least that one, the dad's funny because he's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the the the, 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 the humans Chandler. in the fucking first movie are just non ter- horrible. Not a good. Well, they n- killed not, off the one interesting. Character, yeah, right in the beginning, Brian five minutes Cranston. in, five fucking minutes in, like, oh, he's the main character. No, his son. Because they tried to do the whole like subversion of, oh, you think he's going to be the main character, but no, he dies fifteen minutes in. And they were probably seeing all the excitement, like, oh shit. And they replaced oh, the. They replace him with the less interesting character, and they kill him off. The, the Brian Cranston, but whatever. Um, but in the second one, yeah, like the humans are just—they're just a little bit better. But you get more monsters, and that's all that matters to me. <laughs> 
And then in King Kong vs. Godzilla, you just there's two monsters, so you get a lot more monsters. Technically three. Yes. Because of Mecha Godzilla. Yes. Spoilers. Of course, but Mecha Godzilla's in it. I was a little uh although I was a little disappointed by Mecha Godzilla in that. I movie. was mostly disappointed in like the fucking way they like defeat him. Yeah. Oh look, this billion or probably like ten billion dollar computer that controls fucking Mecha Godzilla. All you gotta do, do is drink some spill some coke on it and Whiskey. destroys. <laughs> Any kind of liquid, they could have spit on it. They could have pissed on it. Yeah, it's, and it, oh, this dumb. computer's destroyed. Storyline was just, it's not waterproof. It was just so stupid. You're gonna build things that can go to the center of the earth. You're gonna build Mecha Godzilla, and you can't make a waterproof computer. And it wasn't even a whole lot of liquid. It's just a little like fucking flask of whiskey. It looked like a waterfall falling on it. <laughs> and then and, and it doesn't defeat Mecha Godzilla, but it stops his tail for a second. It makes him kind of slower, so Godzilla and King Kong can then just rip him apart, which was cool, but you could have done that you cooler. Know, I almost kind of wish that they would they saved King Ghidorah for this movie, for uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and not put him in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Because um, King Ghidorah is supposed to be Godzilla's like main like enemy monster. Well, that's why you have him in that one. Yeah, that's, but then you are, but Godzilla's... you also but you also had Mothra and Rodan. I yes, feel like they would have been enough. But it's called Godzilla King of the Monsters. How is he the King of the Monsters if he doesn't defeat King Ghidorah? <laughs> and Kong isn't like well, enemies. he's fighting King and then he doesn't Kong. Become, but then he doesn't become uh, King of the Monsters because Kong helps him defeat it. Kong is king. Kong is king of the of Hollow Earth. King Kong, uh, Godzilla's the king, and even God, King Kong knows Godzilla could kick King Kong's ass. Yes, <laughs> very um, easily. So, like, that's why he's like, I rule, I rule Hollow Earth and Top Earth, but you can live in Hollow Earth, and I won't bug you in there. <laughs> I won't bug you there. <laughs> uh, like these movies are, <laughs> these movies are ridiculous. They're fun though. You just want to. They see are. Want to see something they're, go? They're better than the Transformers movies, which are also yes. kind of just I like dumb, vicarious fun. Yes. But these movies, I don't know. Monsters have more personality than robots. They did at least they at least they did it well in this one, which is kind of funny, yeah. Because like King, the King Kong can't speak. Well, he can technically through sign language. But like well, he speaks a lot through he's his face. Always, you know, Kong's always had personality, even yeah. all the way back to the original. They, with all his weird little funny expressions that he has in that movie. Yes, because he's such a big thing. He's smart. Smart uh, for a giant eight. <laughs> One funny thing I do want to reference is in uh, the original King Kong versus Godzilla, the American version of it, because there's two different versions of it. Japanese cut and the American version, which is the most widely available version. Um, in the American version, they have these added scenes of uh, these American actors. One of them is like this uh, news anchor who's just explaining the whole movie, basically explaining like every scene that happens. And they have this other old white guy come in <laughs> to explain the difference between King Kong and Godzilla. And he examines, like, what their brains are like. And he's, like, holding... And 
he's holding like a little cherry uh, to s- explain. This is Godzilla's brain. He's not much of a thinking animal. Uh, he's pure brute strength. And, and then he takes this uh, like monkey skull <laughs> that he randomly has. He's like, now look at the size of this skull. This is the representation of Kong. Kong is a thinking animal, you see. But the thing is, is that intelligence has nothing to do with any of this because they're all, who's at the stronger? end of the day, they're just going to smash it. Yeah, like who's stronger? doesn't matter if you're smarter than me. It's, you're not that much smarter than me. It's like these movies are so it's not funny. Like Kong, it's, it's not like Kong was setting traps for Godzilla. Like, they always say that in these movies. Like, oh, Kong is a thinking animal. Blah, blah, and then blah. he just ends up going, <laughs> he just punches. Yeah, he's not, like I said, he's not setting up, like, traps in the city and, like, Godzilla walks through tripwire. He, oh! has, he, <laughs> he carries an axe in in Godzilla versus Kong. That's as intelligent he as he it. gets. Yeah, he gets a little weapon. Like, okay, but he was already doing that <coughs> with, like, Excuse trees. Me. All right. Now, because of that, that's a good segue to quotes. Was it a good segue? <laughs> <laughs> it was a segue. Um, This movie's got... It actually does have a couple, but not many. Um, but I was just looking at them, and this one, I remember this one. It was funny. Uh, this is uh, John C. Riley's character. Hey, what happened with the war? Did we win? Which one? Uh-huh. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, America's still in more wars, or just the world. He's like, of course, it didn't end. Wars never change. <laughs> Fallout. struggling <laughs> i like this one this one was funny this was our one that one guy who's like the hard badass character who just he follows orders and that's oh and yeah that guy's guy. the dumbass death <laughs> i didn't find funny i just thought i was i thought it was stupid i i felt like he could have died like wastedly but like it just that all right. <laughs> i thought it was fucking hilarious and i just thought it was kind of a fuck you to a character they- i actually kind of liked so i didn't like it um i didn't think i didn't care that. about any of these people really not really but i, I don't know i just kind of liked him especially from this uh, when the, the one it's of the funny because they they just built that moment up so much like, but you can, I'm you not coming with you guys. <laughs> you immediately know what's gonna happen. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get one of the soldiers and he's like, "We just got taken down by a monkey the size of a building," and the character's like, "Yeah, that was an unconventional c- encounter." <laughs> that was that was, <laughs> that was funny. pretty funny. That was a pretty funny line and a funny delivery. <laughs> well, yeah. And then uh, 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 when they first see him, is that a monkey? (laughs) 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 That would be fucking just insane. Like, you just fly and you see a monkey. It's the giant monkey face. smash one of your helicopters out of the fucking air. You're all laughing like, ha, 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 playing music. Well, technically, gorillas are a part of the great ape family. Yeah, I don't think that you care about that when they're eating you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kong doesn't eat anybody in this. Oh wait, he does. Yeah, he does eat people in this movie. The, they fall out. Oh. They just fall into his mouth, but he doesn't put people in his mouth like he does in some of the other movies. Yeah, just, like I, in the original. I love those scenes where he's that like, one's ah. offensive. Um, <laughs> I like this. This is when uh, John C. Riley's uh, the last words he said when he's leaving uh, the Japanese guy's body. He's like, "Death before dishonor." Oh no, no, right when he before he fights with the sword for the first time. And the yeah. thing's chasing him, and he fucking like he like quickly does the sidestep Japanese like samurai sword thing, like and just cuts yeah, and he like, actually arm. cuts the skull crawler's arm a little bit, like pretty badly. That would fucking just like oh jeez. 
<laughs> this is a group of good. O- this is a good group of boys. We're all gonna die together out here. You're a good group of boys to die with. I tell you that much. You shouldn't have come here. He had some funny lines like that. Yeah, where he's just like, ha ha ha. I'm crazy. <laughs> like, I've been on a fucking island with a monkey for 28 years with a bunch of people that don't speak with me, and one guy that we almost killed each other, but now we fucking became brothers. <laughs> like, and there's also these other demonic creatures. And they ate my friend. I've been my- alone, alone for a few years now. <laughs> yeah, when he first sees him, he's like, "Are you guys real?" <laughs> yeah, that was fu- that's it's just so funny because he just comes out of nowhere. He's like, "Hey guys!" It's like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" <laughs> John C. Riley, dear Billy, sometimes life will just punch you in the balls. It becomes like a inside joke with the soldiers. Yeah, dear the Billy. dear Billy thing. Oh yeah, that character the. The it's like he, it's like he was a thing. Like he was supposed to be more important, and then and then he just dies. He just gets eaten it. in half, and it, and then his skull's like thrown up for up no his reason. His skull is just like, to like this show, character meant nothing. Yeah, like it's like why did it throw up his skull? Just skull so the character so for plot development. Wait, if he's called a skull crusher, how come he didn't crush his skull? He's just like I don't hey. like skulls. So it's it's he's not. That's why it's called a skull crusher. He doesn't like skulls. So Smoothie. I'm talking points because of that. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. Up in the trees, too. Why? Ants. Big ones. There's ones. Sounds like a bird, but it's a fucking ant. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only fucking you get in this movie. PG-13. It's a good, but it's a good one. It's a good placement for one. It's like, because it's just so random. Like, but it's a fucking ant. <laughs> you can just tell he's probably had some real bad, like, he's just shitting in the wood. Oh, fucking ant! Just dick and balls and shit. Like, there's also, yeah, and there's that one guy who was just sitting on what he thought was a log. Yeah. And it's a giant And it bug. turns into a giant, like, stick bug. And he shoots it a bunch, and it's just like, ow, why'd you do that? And, and he, like, walks, walks away, away, and he's just like, oh. And, and then, then he gets, gets killed. in half. <laughs> but, like, God, that stick bug was horrifying looking. Well, it is supposed to be a skull island. Oh, there's also that spider creature with the bamboo legs. Yes, that was, like, and then just stabs that one dude in the people. mouth. Oh. Yeah, that scene's awesome. He's that's just a, about to warn him, like, God! That's a reference to uh, one of the most notorious horror movies of all time called Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. Where, uh, Horrible movie, There's terrible. a character, or there's a scene where somebody gets impaled through the mouth, and it's a lot more horrible. Yes, I've seen a lot of that movie. It's terrible. God. An- actual Bring animals were killed. Yeah, and they got like tried for murder or investigated for murder because it was so realistic. Um, I like this because Samuel Jackson's character just—he's the classic like, let's kill his character. He's a badass, but we're gonna kill him right before he can say his last badass line. He's like, "Die, you mother!" mother. Yeah, he doesn't. Kong get, just smashes. He him. doesn't get the fuck in this movie. And he doesn't get a uh, because okay, he always gets it. It works better yeah. than an ant. It would have been it would have been stupid if he just die, you motherfucker, and then get smashed. Yeah. Before he can explode anything. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, he like, uh, sets like this napalm trap for mm-hmm. Kong. Fuck he wants to kill Kong because uh, he killed good majority of his crew. And it just pushed him over the edge. Yeah, now he's got this Captain Ahab-like obsession with killing him. Yeah, even though, like, at first he's using the excuse of, like, we're going to go capture a man, like, get my lost man, and everyone's like, oh, that's a worthy cause, and then, like, oh, look at his skull just thrown up. 
we don't have to go get him, right? And he's like, nope, we're going to go kill Kong. And that's when you get the separation of the group, the civilians. But then, the, like, the one, like, government worker still goes with the soldiers, like, and he, and he just dies. He the gets crushed. And then fucking never even shoots his gun, like, once. Yeah, it's the guy from uh, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like they have the um, the one line. The, they the don't not, have that line. Yeah, I was surprised, but Lee knows it better than I do. What is the line again? It's the it's this is the funniest line of the movie. I'm gonna cut you by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this like? Oh yeah, he's just like, what was that? He's just. The that one dude, the kind of the Mexican guy, I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and he's like joking around with them. Yeah, and then he's immediately just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you." He just like immediately goes crazy for a second. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, "How do you know what a hot dog?" Well, is? I think the the guy was like complaining or some shit because that guy was complaining the whole time. And yeah, he, and like John C. Riley was like shaving his beard with a knife, mm-hmm. just being that kind of guy. And then just the guy just says something. He's just like. I'm going to cut you by the end of the night. <laughs> like, just says it smiling, looking at him like that big old John C. Riley head. He's got Very the classic funny. big head. He does. He's just big old head. He has the, the, like the classic, I've been shipwrecked on this island beard. <laughs> it's like, com- it's comical. It's a good beard. <laughs> it's so funny. But it, yeah, it's like, I get it. You were on this island and like, what's the point of shaving? But like, he definitely probably shaved it a few times over the years because it was so crazy long. But it looks like a comedy sketch beard. <laughs> it does, and he just grabs big fistfuls of it and just. Chop, it's something chop. you'd see on like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> but he gets a pretty good trim with the knife. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like a professional did it. <laughs> uh, John C. Riley is a professional. It's a pro um, actor, yeah. Now, questions for Lee. Huh? Questions for Lee. Huh? Do we have questions for Lee? Questions? Um, did you see this movie in a theater? Yes, I did. You did see this movie in theater. I thought so. I wish I had. I. But now I kind of. I'm glad I was able to see it. And one of your weeks is taken up by a movie I like. Uh, <laughs> Not yeah. traumatized by. Hey, you like Dirty Harry too? Yeah, I. Yes, but so like, I've been, I could have traumatized. I've been two for two. And I've been swinging and a missing. Yeah. Well. well not for myself. So yeah, with the yeah this movie. As soon as I heard that there was a Kong new Kong movie coming out, I was like, "Yeah, I'll probably see it." I wasn't like super excited for this movie because I was disappointed with the 2014 so you Godzilla were, movie. So did you leave this the this the theater for when you after seeing this going like, "Oh dang!" I was surprised and I was like, "That was actually a decent movie." I was really surprised because I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's gonna be more of an action movie. It's not because again, like." Like I said, and yeah, like I said, like I prefer my Kong movies to have that kind of like tragic element to them. And you knew if they were setting up a universe, they weren't going to do that. Uh, No, I knew that they were setting up Kong versus Godzilla. Mm -hmm. I knew that was going to happen. And honestly, I was like, you know what? Even if this movie's not good, I'll go see Kong versus Godzilla because I would love to see a more modern version of that. And it paid off. It definitely paid off. So yeah, I was uh, was pleasantly surprised. Okay, uh, and then now this is the question we've alluded to for a while. How do you think this one compares to Go- King Kong versus Godzilla? The new one or the old one? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh wow. 
This is a hard one, actually, because on the one hand, uh, I feel like this one, it has more interesting human characters. Uh, it has the funnier, it has funnier humor. Um, from the humans. From the humans, yeah. Uh, you get some pretty funny humor from King Kong versus in, uh, King Kong yeah, yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, and I, this movie, I feel like, I feel like this one was a little bit more director-driven. Uh, but, I mean, the, the spectacle of Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. is definitely, definitely makes it a really hard choice for me because I, it's some of the, probably some of the best monster fights I've seen in a long time. Because we don't get movies like this anymore. We don't mm. get monster movies anymore. No. And that's why I welcome this franchise. That's why we had a big hopes for Pacific Rim. And, like, the w- first one had, that's, like, oh, delivered. Yes. And then... I didn't see the second one because it looked I. like garbage and the original director didn't come back. And a lot of the original actors didn't. And it had less of a budget and it was just shittier. And it's just, like... Yeah, Pacific Rim was a special movie. I saw that movie, like, three times. I saw, I've seen it twice, once in theater, and then once on DVD. I love that movie. It's, it's a really cool it's movie. It's a great movie. I even uh, read the book. The, the, <laughs> the novelization. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great film. And that's, I think someone teased that there could possibly be a, a crossover between Godzilla, Kong, and Pacific Rim. But there'd be, That'd I don't be see the reason like in what, that. They, like alternate universes? It seems so weird. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Unless you're bringing in the humans have giant robots, and it's like, okay, maybe. But, um, okay, well, to tag on to this, because it seems like it's hard for you to compare it's them. very hard. Which one do you like better? Well, that's the ultimate point, isn't yes. it? Yes. But let's get to that point. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is so hard. Because, I mean, this I feel like this is the better movie. Like in terms of like a, like a proper screenplay, uh, characters, theme. Well, maybe not themes. I mean, every movie has themes, but uh, yeah, I feel like it's a little tighter than uh, Godzilla vs Kong. But Kong is Godzilla vs Kong is just pure spectacle. Pure monster smashing. Amazing fight, like, uh, scenes and scenarios, like, ugh. Oh, man, I just, uh, I don't know. I guess I'd go with this one. That's what I thought, and that's where we differ, because I just, the spectacle is, more, is much more important to me for these movies, and I'm going to have to go Kong versus King, King Kong versus Godzilla, like, every day, because... <laughs> That scene on the aircraft day. carrier was too awesome. That yes. scene alone defeats all the movies. Because <laughs> that scene of them both just standing on the aircraft carrier, like, rah, duking it out, is just like, Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, so it's a badass. great scene. It's a great scene. And this fight in Hong Kong is also really great. Yes. Uh, it's it's That movie is really good for what it is. It is. These these are basically these are basically just big budget B movies. Especially this one. 
This mm. one is very much like a B movie. It's very simple, very just we got these characters and you're not going to we don't have to learn every single detail about them. They're not deep. Uh they're just going to carry you along through this uh fantasy adventure movie basically. Mhm. Or horror movie, monster movie. And yeah. yeah. You know, it's just very simple B movie type thrills. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Got Lee's seal of approval. All right, Lee. What's your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part of this movie. Mm. Mm-mm. Favorite part of this movie. That's also a hard one. Hmm? I guess I would say... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... It's hard to point to just one specific moment. I guess it would have to be a moment with Kong. Because Kong is the best thing mm-hmm. ever in any mm-hmm. movie. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> why I ask us every podcast. It's easier for it's easy for some movies. Yeah, because you're just like, oh, that scene. Especially for mine, because you're just like, oh, the one thing I liked. <laughs> the one thing I liked, yeah. Uh, and re- it's you're asking me. It's it's not. You're not just asking me what my favorite scene is, right? You're just. Ask- it can be a scene. It can be a, the like the soundtrack. It's your favorite part of the movie. Anything. I just, it could I be liked, like I liked fucking King Kong's ass. <laughs> I liked Kong himself in this yes. movie. Yes. Okay. There we go. I agree. It's definitely my favorite aspect in this movie, because uh, I think they got him right. Mm-hmm. They they kind of did take him back to like the classic original Kong, where he's he stands. They up, make him a protector. They he stands upright. He's. Uh, the idea of the original King Kong is that he's neither beast nor man. He's something in between. Yeah, because in the Peter Jackson one, he's like a giant gorilla. He's just a giant gorilla. He walks <laughs> on all fours. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool if you're looking for something more realistic, I guess. Yes. Um, but I like the more monstrous Kong. Yeah. The tragic antihero. The missing, the missing link. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So yeah, Kong. Okay. Now, what's your least favorite part? Well, I mean, I guess we've already said it a billion times. The human characters. Yeah, it's pretty. That one's especially my like. Who's your least favorite human? Well, uh, here's that? like the, the one like the one character that really just made me like that makes me think that none of these characters matter at all it's john goodman's character who is the guy who basically kind of like starts to like sets everything in motion and his death is stupid and his death is just like nothing his character becomes nothing he just like takes a picture and he goes like "Uh uh-oh and then after like the helicopter scene like he's just like uh i guess i was right and he does nothing and then he dies 
And then he gets eaten. Yeah, it's almost like John Goodman was like, I don't want to do the rest of this movie. Kill me. I thought, like, from the way it seemed like he... It seemed like he was going to be, like, the filmmaker from the other iterations of King Kong. The Carl Denham character. That's the name of it. That was Brie Larson's character. I guess, but not really, because... The filmmaker, he's the guy who's like, like I want to go to this island and shoot my picture, you know. And he's like, really, you know, he's. Well, that's where this one differs. They don't really have that because it's a military operation. I mean, it's he sort of had those scenes where he wants to go on the expedition, but everybody's like, no, it's too crazy. Uh, but he's uh. doing it through the government. Yeah. And the original, he's just getting he's private just a, enterprise. He's just a filmmaker, and everybody's like, You're he crazy. tricks rich people into doing things. You're just crazy. Yeah. And he doesn't even know he's going he to a kidnaps Kong and he originally basically kidnaps the actress. Yes, all the <laughs> actors. So hilarious by tricking them, thinking that they're doing a real movie. Um, I I would agree. My least favorite parts of humans. I mean, it's pretty easy. The best for any of these. They're really. the best human characters in this entire franchise, but it ain't saying much. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Lee, what do you rate? This film. Well, uh, seeing how we barely talked about it, <laughs> we talked about so many other things. I wanted to talk a little bit more about like the Kong, the other Kong movies that I've seen. Uh, you have to visit the TikTok for that. Maybe. Uh, we'll see if I give out any facts about like. I don't know. I want and I wanted to talk a little bit about like the Godzilla movies and shit like that. Have you ever seen the original Godzilla movie? Mm-hmm. The one that I've seen, not the Japanese one, but the one that's it's the Japanese one, but with like American actors. Yeah, God's Godzilla King of the Monsters. I had that protocol. one. I did too. I had. I watched it all the time. I had the uh, this box set of four VHSs. I watched those over and over and over and over mm-hmm. and over. And they just killed. Godzilla by like nuking him a thousand times or some shit. No. How do they kill Godzilla in that one? Don't they dissolve him? They did the uh the Japanese scientist with the eye patch uh develops a super weapon that he doesn't want to tell anybody about because uh the whole message is that, you know, yeah, because Godzilla, Godzilla is supposed the to be represent he's supposed the atomic to be rep- bomb. Yes, supposed to be re- representative of the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. The whole, like, the Japanese version is much different than the American version. I'll yes, show you the Japanese version. Because the American ones are just like, look at this giant lizard. It's and more, it's yeah, fire. it's a B movie. Because they don't give a fuck. They turned it into a B movie. Because they're not, like, trying to get a message. They're like, we knew you, fucking shut up. Yeah, exactly. They were still, like, our enemies at that but point. But the, the, the Japanese version is a, again, like, it kind of treats it like a tragedy. It's a much more somber, serious movie than I think people would give it credit for. And the effects are dated in that movie, too. But I like that one. That one has more nostalgia for me. Wow, so you're more of a Godzilla fan than a Kong fan, mm-hmm. you would say. Yes, like even in King Kong vs. Godzilla, I was rooting for Godzilla. I'm I'm torn between the two because I love them both. And that's why Godzilla kicked his ass. Godzilla's the more powerful one, obviously. But yeah, I've always been torn between these two, because I love them both. I love Kong, and I love Godzilla. Um, and this movie gave me 
pretty much what I wanted. I guess not what I wanted from uh, the 2014 version, because that version, because that movie was trying, I think, to be a little bit like the Japanese Godzilla film, was trying to be more serious. Yeah, this movie. is like a, these are tragic events happening. It's more realistic. Ugh, it's like a disaster. We're gonna see disaster movie. Yeah, we're gonna see from the humans' perspective of these monsters. Uh, but humans aren't interesting, so. Yeah, this movie is just a fun action adventure monster movie, and Kong shows up in the first like twenty minutes, and he he doesn't he, the movie doesn't uh, go without him for too long, which is good. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty satisfying movie. It's not it's not amazing. It's not a classic. I don't think it's gonna be a classic or anything no. like that. This is King only Kong versus Godzilla. Mike. It's possible. It's a. I think that's a really good film. But I, I don't know. I don't think any of these movies are really going to be classics. Well, I bet they will be because back when those movies come out, they weren't like this is a classic now. Well, they just made a movie. Time things become. Time classics. will tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. So things we watch now. Will I will be say, classics if the they ever release like a box set or collection of all these movies, I will buy it. They should. They probably will. They probably. I'm did. a again. I'm a shill. I'm a shill for this shit. He's a little shilly boy. Yeah. Well, what do you rate it then? Six out of ten. Dang, because I give it a seven out of ten. I like me my monsters. I like my monsters too. But you know, just kind of going objective. And I really wouldn't give. Bit. I mean, I would just give the first Godzilla a six out of ten. I give that a five out of ten. Actually, uh, I give the second one a seven. Or I give that a five out of ten too. No, I give I'd that probably one, rate. I give that one definitely a seven out of ten because Godzilla is so much more badass than that one. King Kong versus <sighs> Godzilla, nine out of ten. I don't know. I really like the first appearance of Godzilla in the 2014 version. It is, but then you don't when see, you him see for his 55 giant minutes. foot just come down and like, oh shit, and he's then gonna yeah, be big. Cut away. <laughs> Fuck oh, you. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Hope that director never works another day in his damn life. Well, he directed a movie that you ended up liking. What? Rogue One. Oh, okay. Well, okay. He can direct movies. I hated that movie. He can direct movies that don't have giant monsters. He started his career. Oh, never mind. We need yeah, to wrap this up. Yeah, he started his career up. wrong, and now he fixes. It. He fixed it. <laughs> um. All right. We've kept you guys here long enough. Hearing us ranting and raving. Rambling about monsters. And guess what? Next week we're going to ramble about love with the movie and classic romance tale, Safe Haven. Everyone look forward to that next week. And as always, we hope you like this podcast. We hope you had a good time. We hope you have a good week. And we hope you leave us a rating, a review, and we hope you share the podcast because it's the greatest and easiest way to get us promoted to the front of the homepage and get this podcast's name out there a little bit and make us a little happier when we see those numbers go up. And we hope you see you next week. Goodbye. It was beauty that killed the sterling. <gasps>